welcome to the Core Stories podcast. I'm Becky Frazier, the Interim Missional Discipleship Minister here at Otter Creek, and I am your new host of Core Stories. I'm so excited to be here. And today I have an amazing guest, Elizabeth Parnell. So hi, Liz. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. All right. Um, So Liz, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how long you've been at Otter Creek, a little bit about your work, your family. Yeah, so um, my name's Elizabeth, like Becky already uh, had introduced me. I am married to James Parnell. We've been married um, since 2007, so a little over 12 years. And we have um, two children here, and uh, Andrew is nine, Anna is five, and then we have a sweet girl who um, is in heaven. Her name's Elsie, and um, our family here at Otter Creek walked with us through that difficult season. So um, we're thankful for that. But we've been at Otter Creek since 2010 um, when we moved back to Nashville um, from having lived in Memphis while James was in grad school. So that's great. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about your work. I I think I find this fascinating. Yes, I um, I am a forensic nurse. So uh, I, along with seven other nurse practitioners here in Davidson County, take care of victims of sexual assault. Um, So uh, it's not what I thought I would grow up to do. It's just sort of the niche um, that I found myself in and the place that I landed. And um, it's work that I enjoy, and I enjoy um, the ladies that I work with and um, the populations that we get to serve. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's such an amazing ministry. I think, uh, you know, walking with people at one of their most vulnerable times. So it is, it is. And I take that, um, it's a, it's a sacred space when you meet those patients in those, um, places. And, um, I take that part of it seriously. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So, um, Elizabeth, a couple of months ago, you came to me and you said, have you heard about Awaken Nashville? We absolutely have to do this. Uh, it's something you participated in last year. So tell me a little bit about um, your heart for Awaken Nashville. Yeah, so um, James's brother, Sam, is on staff at Ethos, and he had mentioned it to us um, late in 2018 and said, hey, I don't know if y'all have heard about this, but... Um, there's going to be uh, 30 days of prayer and fasting that's citywide. And I said, no, we haven't. And um, it just turned out that Otter Creek was, we were a little late to the game last year. Um, just not enough people knew about it in time. So uh, James and I participated last year. Um, and uh, we um, just found that it was a really meaningful time for us to sort of set aside some distractions and make some extra room in our days and um, silence um, just to be able to pray and to listen to God's voice and um, to be more intentional um, with our time for that month. Yeah, that's great. So when you say it's citywide, what do you mean by that? So last year there were 420 churches that participated, and um, as of today there are 508 churches that are participating. Yeah, so it really is something that unifies um, our brothers and sisters in Christ across the whole city and even uh, surrounding counties um, to, to pray and to... Um, just seek God and um, 
to be intentional about the way that we are interacting with um, with our neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I know last year there was a big focus on praying for the city. Um, and some of our listeners may have even gotten in the mail um, a, a note card from somebody saying, hey, I've, I've been praying for you for the last 30 days. Um, how is this year different uh, than last year? What's the main focus this year? So this year is all about loving your neighbor. So uh, in the packet that you'll receive, there is um, a spot to write in eight names. And it could be eight families. Um, it doesn't have to be eight individuals, but what um, what they're wanting us to do is to think about the people that we come in contact with on a daily or weekly basis. It may be um, the lady that um, takes care of your dry cleaning. It may be uh, the person at Chick-fil-A that is always there on Saturday mornings when you go. It may be the person that sells you your coffee or your postman. It may be uh, your neighbor a couple doors down that has had a really hard year. Um, the possibilities are really endless. It may be someone at your kid's school, but it's just to look around and say, who is my neighbor? Um, How can I serve them? Do I know if they know Jesus? Um, And if they don't, um, how can I pray for them over those 30 days to hopefully um, plant a seed in their heart um, so that they might know him? Yeah. Absolutely. So this year it's about uh, the prayer and fasting, um, the same as last year, but there's the added component of, um, okay, now how do I translate the prayer into action, uh, knowing that God is working um, through God's church um, to really act in our neighborhood. So there, it seems like there's a, an emphasis on um, how can I um, show love tangibly to my neighbors. Is that right? That's right. So last year we had a list of 15 names, um, strangers that we didn't know that most of them lived in the same general area of the of the city and at the end of the month we wrote postcards to them so we prayed for those 15 strangers every day by name and um, we'll never know or some of us may but I mean chances are we'll never know um, what the direct results of those prayers were or or when uh, the results of those prayers come to fruition. This year's a little different because you're praying for people that hopefully you come in contact with. Yeah. Um, and so uh, being intentional about uh, the note you might send or the conversation you might start with them uh, is a little different this year. And so it, it will take a little bit of thought um, to think about when you'll have that conversation and what the best thing to say is. But the good news is that um, you've got plenty of time to pray about it in those 30 yeah. days and um, to, to think about that. Yeah, I love that it kind of stretches us beyond our comfort zones a little bit to uh, maybe have a conversation with somebody that we normally wouldn't have a conversation with or invite somebody over to our house for dinner um, that we maybe wouldn't normally have around our table. So there's... Um, an opportunity to really build some deep relationships here, which I love. Definitely. Definitely. So, and it seems to line um, to align really well with Vision 2029 and the um, Otter Creek's vision to uh, just really be missional in our uh, areas of influence, to really look at our neighborhoods, to look at our families, to look at our um, work situations and say, how can I partner with the mission of God here in this space? And I love that um, that this um, 30 days of prayer and fasting is really helping us discern um, how we can do that more intentionally. 
Yes, yes. So how do you see Awaken aligning with Vision 2029? So I think what fasting will do um, for individuals and for us as a church is it will cause us to create space in our days, um, whether that's by giving up meals for a month or whether that's by doing a social media fast or whether that's by deciding not to turn the TV on at night like I'm tempted to do most of the time. Um, It will create space that we sit and um, pray for those people on our list and listen for um, God's direction on how we can minister to them. And what may grow out of that is um, that people will decide, hey, I may um, sign up to help with Room in the Inn, or I'd like to go do lunch at at the Wayne Reed Center. Um, There's so many ways that we can serve here at Otter Creek, but that we can also serve um, just the people in our neighborhoods and the people we come in contact with um, just just on a normal week for us. Yeah, I love that. I love that language that you used of um, fasting, creating space in our lives to maybe add something that we had been filling um, in in maybe a good way, maybe an unhealthy way, um, depending on our relationship with those things. Um, in, in the Awaken packets um, that we'll be handing out in the next couple of weeks, um, one of the things that, that they'll get is um, a book um, on how to choose your fast, on how to pray, things like that. And one of a line that just really stood out to me from that was, um, some of us don't um, don't know that we're hungry for a relationship with God. We we are so filled with the busyness of our schedules. We're so filled with all of the things that um, you know that we can afford and and. Uh, the experience that we have and, uh, you know, the food and the clothes and uh, all of the comforts that we have that we don't realize that we're even hungry. And so this time of fasting um, kind of refocuses our our attention towards God and what we really are hungering for in our lives. It's so true. So true. Yeah. Um, I think God has a way or he at least has in my life, of showing me the things that have become idols um, when you're forced to, or when you make the choice to fast from those things or put those things down, um, it sort of hits you um, that that maybe that was filling a spot that it shouldn't have been filling or or it had taken the place of of something and, and it wasn't, things were, things were out of order. Right. I think that's the best way to put it, is just that things had been out of order. And um, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see what God will do in our city. Um, I'm excited to see what God's going to do in my life in, in those 30 days. Um, so I, I just I have a lot of anticipation for that. Yeah. And I, I hope that people aren't... Um, I don't want people to feel like oh, if I don't do the food fast, then then it's not real. Like, I think you can you can choose what, um, what God's calling you to fast from, and it may not be food, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, this 
new season, um, our focus on core stories is the question of why I serve. So how do you see Awaken tying into that question of why I serve or how to serve? I think as disciples of Jesus, um, we are, we are longing to walk more like he did. And he set the example of fasting and praying. So we will fast and pray and, um, and our hearts will be changed um, throughout that month to be more like His. So th- through personal reflection, through following Jesus' example to pray and fast, it kind of leads us to follow Jesus' example to love those around us and to serve those around us. Yes, yes. It helps us see people in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps us see them as... Um, God's sons and daughters and our brothers and sisters and um, I think the way that you view your neighbor um, can change everything um, about the you know it the lens that you view them through will ultimately change the things you say to them and your actions and Um, the way that you pray for them, Hmm. I think it will change everything. Yeah, absolutely. So suddenly that person at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru is no longer the person that's just giving you your food. They're a brother or a sister in Christ. Or that homeless person on the side of the road that you see every time you stop at that stop sign is not just somebody to overlook. It's a brother or a sister in Christ. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about uh, Awaken Nashville this year. I'm excited about the focus on serving others and loving others and um, and a renewed attention towards prayer and fasting. So I hope you guys will join us in that. And Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here today. It's been so great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you.